Well, hello, students, and welcome to another free English class here at Jay's Learning School. My name is Jay, and I have many videos on YouTube that help you to understand and learn to speak better English. On today's episode, as always, I am so excited. We're going to learn how to describe your family. Okay, we're going to look at different types of family and I'm going to give you common vocabulary words and descriptions of these types of families in English to help you communicate when speaking to someone else. Now, as always, you want to make sure that you are paying close attention to today's lesson. I will have quiz questions throughout today's lesson. Uh, I have been so encouraged to see a number of you answering these questions uh, in the last few videos. So let's continue to keep it up. And thank you so much for for your support. If you're not a subscriber, make sure you subscribe and be sure to leave a comment and interact with me. So when we talk about a family, of course, we're talking about a group of people that you are related to by blood. OK, when it comes to the family structure or family members, all families are are different in each household. Uh, so when it comes to a family, one household may be one way and another family may be another way. And it's good to know common vocabulary words so you can describe the type of family that you may be discussing. So let's get into it and let's have some fun in today's lesson. So the first type of family that you may want to describe is a single parent family a single parent family. So a single parent family is a family where there is one or only one active parent in that particular family. It could be just the mother or it could be just the father. It could be to where an aunt is raising a child, a grandmother is raising a child, uh, an uncle is raising a child. But in that particular family structure, there is only one parent. And there are a number of reasons that people have a single parent family. Uh, someone may have died. The father or the mother may have died. Someone may be in jail. And so the other person is left to raise the child or the children. Um, someone may be incapable of raising a child and Someone else said, I will take on the responsibility of raising that child. So there are just a number of reasons, some bad, some unfortunate. But you do have people that have single parent families. Now, it's sad that uh, the world says that if you come from a single parent family, you're at risk. But I know a number of people that are mentally strong. They're being productive and they were only raised by one of their parents. So I don't believe in looking down on people just because they're, they come from a single parent family. Every situation is different, and I believe you have people that are capable uh, and loving enough to put all they can into raising children 
the right way, even though they may be doing it alone. So a single parent. Next, you have a family that may have step parents or stepchildren. Okay. Now, if someone has step parents or let's just say stepchildren, it basically says that they are um, have children from a previous relationship. Okay. They have children from a previous relationship. So I am currently married and I have uh, children. But if my wife were to leave me (laughs) and have children with another man, then those would be her stepchildren. And my children would be considered her new husband's step parents. So Uh, When you have children by another spouse that is considered or another person that is considered to be your step children. okay? and it takes a lot of love and effort to 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 bond a family with step children because it could be a number of reasons for that situation. But I do know families that are very productive and loving, even though they may have children from a previous relationship in-laws okay (laughs) in-laws are the parents of your spouse okay in-laws are the parents of your spouse some people have great in-laws like i do and some people have bad in-laws okay uh Some in-laws don't like who their children chose to marry. And so that makes the family structure a little difficult to deal with. But that's just life. You love who who you love and you just hope your family members will um, accept that you have the right to make your own choices. But an in-law are the parents of your your spouse. Okay. Adoptive families. There, there are some families that adopt children. Okay, and I think that is so wonderful. Um, I know a few families that have adopted children, uh, adopted sons, and adoptive daughters. And so, what they have to do is they have to go, at least in this country, uh, go before the court, um, basically tell the court and the judge about themselves and why they want to adopt. And then the the state will decide if they are qualified to adopt to adopt a child. So you have children that are wards of the state and they don't have parents in their life. Their parents could have died. Their parents could be on drugs or unfit to raise them. And so you have people that that want children and uh, don't mind raising other people's children. And so they legally adopt them and they legally become their children. So you have families that have adopted family members or adopted children. And I think adoption is just great. Okay. Then you have families that are childless. There's no children. Okay. I know one couple that comes to my mind and they've been married for almost 10 years now. And they still have no children. Matter of fact, I know two young couples. They have no desire <laughs> to have children. They, they are childless. And it's not 
because of health reasons. It's just they their desire. They don't want to bear any any children. And so they're they are content with being married uh, with their spouse and enjoying life without children. I think having children is wonderful. I think children are a heritage, but sometimes raising children can be quite difficult. <laughs> you know, it comes with its strains, but that's a part of being a parent and that's a part of having a family. But if you train your children right, I believe that it is quite rewarding. But there are families that are childless. Okay, you have families that have spoiled children. Okay, a spoiled child is a child whose parents do anything for them. Whatever the child requests, they buy it or do it for the child. They are just spoiled. They, they don't know what hard work means. <laughs> they don't know what discipline is. They are usually a mess. Okay. And some parents, in my opinion, uh, they just let their child run them. And so they have spoiled children and it can be cute and fun when they are young, but when they become adults, or teenagers, that's when you start having problems from my experience with with spoiled children. <laughs> I mean, sometimes spoiled children can be ungrateful, unappreciative, and just really, really selfish. But you have people that are just spoiled. They, they are used to getting things when they want it and how they want it because their parents have gone to the extreme to to satisfy them. OK, so you have spoiled children. You have competitive families. OK, there are some families they're just competitive. Whenever they get together, they have to see who's the best at doing certain things. Do you know anyone like that? OK, they may have teams that they support and they always talk about whose team is the best. They get together and they may both play sports and they're always saying who is the best player at that sport. Or they may discuss uh in times past, how many times they have beat one another. When they sit down to eat, <laughs> they see who can eat the most. I mean, just competitive, competitive, competitive. They talk about who has the best looking boyfriend, who has the best looking girlfriend. Just everything is about seeing who is better than the other. And uh, it's funny to see at times, but I'm so glad I did not come from a competitive family. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one. Okay, a pop quiz. What is a family called that does not have any children? Can you remember what type of family does not have children? And what do you call that type of family? Leave your answer down in the description. Another type family that you may want to describe is a wealthy family. Now, when it comes to wealth, most people just think money and you can have a boatload of money, a truckload of money 
and in my opinion, still not be wealthy. Okay, now financially, you're just well off. And yes, I guess you could say you're rich, but a wealthy family, in my opinion, may not only have financial stability, but they have um, love. They, they have peace. They, they know how to solve problems. They know how to work together. Uh, they travel. They do different things together and make the family strong. When there's a problem, instead of going their separate right ways, they try to solve the problems. I mean, a wealthy family, in my opinion, is more than just money. Does money play a part? Yeah. But when you have um, family members that never talk, are always jealous of one another. You have to ask yourself, is that family really happy or wealthy? So I I just believe uh, financial stability is not only what makes people wealthy, because you have, in my opinion and in my observation, a lot of people that have money, but they are miserable. Their children don't like to come home. The spouses don't love one another. They have all the material things in life, but their family is not a unit. Okay, so you have wealthy families, and I think that is something to admire. Then you have difficult families. (laughs) You have families for some reason that just do not get along. Okay, there's always strife in that family. Okay, there's always problems at their at that family. Have you ever seen a family in a neighborhood where the police is always at the house? They may have domestic problems. Okay, the husband, the wife, or the boyfriend and girlfriend that they're always fighting one another physically or verbally. Uh, It's just a difficult family situation. Someone may be on drugs. Someone may be a criminal. It's just a lot of drama and a lot of problems. Um, So you have some families, they're just difficult to to get on the same page or, or to be on one accord, a difficult family. Then you have close knit families, a close knit family can be a good thing, in my opinion, but it also can be a bad thing. You have some families, they are just so, so close. Okay, I mean, they're just tight. (laughs) And that can be a good thing because uh, where there's unity, there's there's strength. But you have some families, they're so close knit, it can be problematic. Okay, because you have everyone that knows everyone's business. Okay, they talk all the time. I just believe people need their space. But but you have some close knit families or some families they're they're just so close. They they don't uh, separate. They're just always together. Ah. (laughs) I I love my family, but I just don't want to be with them all the time. And I sure don't, don't tell my family all my business. No, 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 no. Uh, because when you get a close knit family, let's just say you have a married couple. It's been my experience that if you're so close, you can start telling your marriage problems to other family members and they'll start treating your spouse different. (laughs) That's too close. So I have always had the mindset that, look, 
What goes on in my family needs to stay in my house or in my family. I'm not going to be sharing my business with my cousins and relatives. That's none of their business. But every family, as I said at the beginning, is just different. I couldn't imagine taking my parents on the honeymoon with me. No, (laughs) I'm not that close. I wouldn't allow my in-laws to go with us on a honeymoon. No, we're not that close. So I think you should be close, but not that close. That's but hey, that's my opinion. All families are different. Okay, educated families. You have some families that they uh, are very educated. Okay. Everyone's a high school graduate. Everyone went to college. Everyone went to graduate school. You know, everyone has a degree. It's expected for the children to to go to college. And I'm not saying that's good nor bad. It's just you have some families. They they are very educated. You have some people they went to a certain college. They are an alumni there and they expect their children to go to that college, their children's children to go to that college. They're they're what you would call an educated family. (laughs) And education has its place. Uh, But there are some families that education is a strong pillar in their family. Okay, Loving families. Now, every family is not a loving family. Okay. Uh, you have some families that that are just very loving. They're sympathetic to one another. They're compassionate to one another. They're committed to one another. Uh, they tell the truth, even if it hurts their siblings feelings or their children's feelings. That's a, a loving family. OK, they try to make sure that the family uh, has shelter, has clothes, has has food. They're able to talk, communicate and do things together. That's to me what you call a loving family. Um, unfortunately, every family is not loving, uh, but but you do have a number of families that that make sure that every member knows that they are loved. They are appreciated. And I believe that that love is something that should be in a family, even though love at times does hurt your feelings. You know, the truth hurts. But if I tell you the truth, that's that's love, in my opinion. So a loving family. And I believe every family should operate with with love. Then you have some family structures where the parents or someone that is the head of the household, they're just dating. Okay. That the the mother may be a single parent for whatever reason, and she is looking for companionship. And so she decides to date someone else so she can start a family or a dual parent household. Okay. So when a person is dating, they're not committed to a person. They're just uh, getting to know them. They're going out to eat together. They're going to the mood movies They're They're just spending time together to get to know one another. They're just dating. And you have some families that are like that. For whatever reason, the parents are not married. They're not committed to anyone, but they have children and they're in a relationship with someone. And so they're just 
dating or getting to know someone. Then you have selfish family members. <laughs> Lord, you have some families that are just selfish. Okay. You need to borrow a car. They won't let you borrow that car. You need to borrow $20. They won't even give you $20. They're just selfish. <laughs> it's all about them. And I think being selfish uh, keeps a family from, from growing uh, or even coming together at times. Uh, there, there are times, I believe, that families need to come together, but it can be difficult when you have family members that only think of, of themselves. And so, I mean, if we just be real, there are families that have selfish family members. Homeless families. Okay. Now, in this country, and I'm pretty sure in every country, you have people that don't have a home or a shelter. And so they live on the street, whether that be by themselves or with other family members. Here in the United States, they have what's called family or homeless shelters where they allow people that do not have uh, a residence they allow them to reside at a particular building or housing facility for a certain amount of time until they're able to find a permanent residence. OK, and so you would consider them to be homeless. Sadly, many people think all homeless people are just bad people, but some people are homeless for a number of reasons. Uh, it could be because of death. It could be because of money. It could be because of drugs. Uh, it could be because of a loss of job. It could be a number of reasons where, where people are homeless. Uh, I believe it's, it's not good to just look down on someone because they may not be uh, on the level that you are, because life has a way of bringing storms that, that sometimes can be overwhelming. And just depending on the situation, some people lose their home. OK, some people have been kicked out of their home. I know a young woman that her family did not like who she was marrying and they kicked her out the house. And so, I mean, technically she was homeless, but her friend let her come live with her until she got married. So some families are homeless. Um, I have had the opportunity to try to help people that are homeless in my community. Uh, and so it, it can be a trying time. And so I believe it's important to show compassion to people uh, that may be dealing with such a situation. All right. Here's another pop quiz question. How do you describe a family that has a tight bond based upon what I taught you? What type of family has a tight bond? OK, now, if you forgot, make sure you go back and listen so you can answer this question. We're winding it on down. Let's look at a recent comment. Um, I can't pronounce his name, but we'll just say Valdor because that was the last name. They watched one of the videos that I he had here on the channel and they said thank you teacher Jay <laughs> and I gave a thumbs up and I replied no problem thank you for watching the video okay 
I really encourage comments. I, I like to give shout outs to people that leave comments and talk about the comments here. I will say they said, thank you, teacher J's. No need to put a apostrophe S on J. You can just say thank you, teacher J or thank you, Mr. J. That would be appropriate. But I really appreciate you watching the video and leaving me a comment. Make sure you guys do likewise so I can read one of your comments here on a lesson. Okay, another type family is a, a divorced family. A divorced family, unfortunately, is for whatever reason you have the parents, they have legally split. They have legally separated. They are, they are no longer married. They have gone down to the courthouse. <laughs> they have got a lawyer or an attorney and they have signed documents saying that they no longer want to be married to their spouse. And let me say this. Divorce is something that's difficult on children. My parents were divorced when I was teenagers and I thought I was old enough to deal with it. But it does hurt when you see your parents split, especially when you have had both of them in your life and adding value to your life. And then for whatever reasons, they decide to divorce. It does affect children. It does hurt, but it does happen. It, it, it does happen. And you have some families that are divorced. And thankfully, even though the parents may not be together, they're still involved in the children's life. And I think that's important. They, they still have enough maturity to come together and for the children's sake, uh, be adults and still help develop and raise their children. But you do have families that are divorced. Stingy families. <laughs> you got some family members, man, they just stingy. They, they don't share. They won't let you borrow no orange juice. <laughs> they won't let you borrow any money. They won't let you borrow. I mean, they just stingy. They just greedy. Uh I had a family member that was in need one time and I let them borrow my car. Then it came time where I needed them and I needed to borrow something. And they said, no, I said, wow, just stingy, just, just selfish, just mean. That ain't right. <laughs> but you do have some people, they love money more than their family. They love money more than anything. They're just greedy or stingy. Old school parents or old-fashioned parents, okay, traditional-type parents, okay? They, they, they do things uh, what would be considered out of date. So you have some people or some parents, they still uh, discipline their children by giving them a spanking or a whooping. They don't abuse them, but they do correct them physically. They would be considered old-school <laughs> I remember when I wanted to go hang out with my friends, my mother would ask me, who are you going with? What's the parents phone number? Where do they live? I need to know. That's what you call old school. That's 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 old school parenting right there. OK, uh, be in before the streetlight comes on. You need to be in this house before midnight. Nothing good happens to teenagers after midnight. What do you call that? That's old school parenting. OK, and uh, when you're young, you don't appreciate it. But when you get older, you appreciate your parents 
being uh, what's considered old school or traditional. So uh, I, I, I love hearing parents that, that stick to some of those traditional values when it comes to raising kids because uh, some kids in, in our society today, man, they're just, they're out of control. <laughs> All right, a political family. You have some families where politics is a pillar in that family. They may serve uh, as a judge. They may serve as a mayor. They may have served as a senator, a governor, a president. Uh, in some type of way, they have served in, in politics. And so you have some families, they, they are just known for being political, Okay, so in this picture, I have the Bush family and we know uh, Bush was a president. His son was a president. I believe his other son is a governor, was a governor. Uh, so you would consider them to be a political family. Politics runs in the family. Okay, a police family. You have some people to where their family has a strong police background. Daddy was a detective. The son was a detective. The granddaddy was a detective. <laughs> you know, being uh, an officer of the law, it runs in the family. Okay. I believe being a police is one of the most difficult jobs that you could have. Stressful jobs. I, I just, I'm thankful for the police. I couldn't do it. I could not do it. That seems like that's a lot of stress. Then you have some families that are church based. OK, they either attend a lot of church or they serve in church or their local mosque or temple. Uh, but but they're a you could say a religious family. OK, they're they're a religious family. They are devoted to their local faith or their uh, church. OK, and so we would consider them to be a it probably would be better to say a religious family or a church going family. OK. Military families. OK. Daddy was in the army. Granddaddy was in the army. Grandmama served in the military. So you, you just have some families. Military is very important. Serving their country. Being patriotic, whether that's in the United States or in a, another country, some families are just military based. And I am thankful for the service of all military officers and veterans. OK, I think it's it takes a special person to, to serve your country. Uh, and so I'm definitely grateful for all military active and inactive members. Strict families, <laughs> strict parents or a strict household. OK, there are a lot of rules in that house, a lot of guidelines in that house. And sometimes you'll hear things like is my house, my rules or my roof, my rules. OK, and so they're strict. You got a certain bedtime. You got a certain allowance. You got certain foods you don't eat. You have to turn the TV off at a certain time. OK, there are just certain rules. And, and some kids would consider that family or that household to be strict. OK, and I believe discipline is a is a great thing. All right. Uh, but you want to make sure that however you're being strict, 
You want to just make sure. I just believe in not abusing. Okay, so uh, be strict, have discipline, but I don't b- believe in abusing children. Okay, widowed families. Wow, you have some families where a spouse has died. Now, if a man and a woman were married and the husband died, the wife would be called a widow. If the wife died and the husband was still by himself, he would be considered a widower. Okay, and so you have some families where uh, the 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 mother is a widow. Okay, my mother-in-law is a widow. My father-in-law recently passed, and so uh, she is uh, up in age, and so she would be considered a a widow. All right. Pop quiz. I believe this is the last question and then we're going to be done for today's lesson. How do you describe a family? Oh, my goodness. I I did the same one. That's a tight bond. Let's say, what do you call a family where the husband has died or what do you call the wife? Whose husband has died in her family? What do you call her? That's today's question on this on this question here. Okay. Make sure you leave your answers down in the comment section. That's going to do it for today's lesson. We have dealt with and talked about family structures and how to describe various types of families in English. Hey, if you're not a subscriber, make sure you subscribe. If you have learned something, Here at Jay's Learning School, go ahead and leave me a like. And I hope that you have a friend that could use this lesson. Consider sharing it with them, whether it be on Facebook, WhatsApp, or any other social media platform. My name is Jay, and I have plenty of videos on YouTube to help you understand and speak better English. Just search Jay's Learning School, and I hope you join me on my next video. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to another episode of Jay's Learning School. Be sure to join me on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Watch free English lessons, ask a question, or leave a comment. Just go to my website, jayslearningschool.com, for all of my social media account links. Until next time, have a wonderful day, and God bless.